0: Welcome to my new podcast, Interlude, with me, Peter Panos. An interlude is a pause between songs and acts to reflect on what has already been played and what is next. Join me every week as I chat with my celebrity guests, reflect on their iconic moments throughout their careers, and talk about what is next. It's an unfiltered and stripped look at the humans behind the hot topics. This is Interlude. Welcome to another episode of Interlude with me, Peter Panos. I am so excited because today I have a reality TV icon, influencer, entrepreneur, you name it, she does it. She hosts her own podcast, Divorce Not Dead, and she is one of the stars of The Real Housewives of Dubai. I have the one and only Caroline Stanbury with me today.
1: Oh, what an intro. Thank you.
0: <laughs> I know, I feel winded, like you do so much.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, I, I don't know how you drew breath. I know I do. It's one <laughs> of those things, I, you know, you always worry that you're going to be a uh, jack of all trades, and master of none. But I also learned to be successful, you have to have at least seven um, sources of income.
0: This is true, especially in Dubai, I can only imagine.
1: Anyway. <laughs> anyway.
0: So I love to start off every interview by asking a very simple question. Caroline, how are you?
1: I am great. I've just, well, we just had this conversation. I've just been to the spa, so I'm covered in oil and I'm very relaxed. How about that?
0: I'm jealous. I wish that I was in your shoes right now.
1: (laughs) Had the best Indian head massage. I'm like.
0: I've never had an Indian head massage.
1: Oh, it's wonderful. It's really good for the soul. I will do anything. I, I'm actually in this period where all my kids are away. I've only got, I think, one more day left before they get back. I have a deal with my husband. We normally do one month, one month in the summer. Having said that, I got shafted this year. I got one whole month with the kids and did 10 days.
0: <laughs> so you're like, let me squeeze like all my spa things in before
1: they come back. Let me squeeze everything. I just did my eyebrows. I colored my hair. My like I've got my nails next week, I'm 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 putting myself back together slowly because nobody's in Dubai, so no one's going to see me.
0: I don't think we've ever seen you not together. So I think even you not together is better than most people put together. Thank you. <laughs> so on this podcast, um, we talk about like interludes on the old albums that we grew up listening to. I was a big Janet Jackson fan and that kind of inspired the name for the podcast. So with that in mind, I love to talk about my guests uh, with this being their interlude. It's kind of a pause in their career where we reflect on what they've already done and kind of what is coming up next. So what would you say is your interlude right now?
1: Well, I kind of took each thing a step at a time. Um, I want to... Launch um, my company with my husband. So that's really exciting. It's our first sort of um, foray into a business together called Bust the Label, which you'll hear about very soon, which is, you know, just based on us because we don't fit in a box. Um, We're building in Bali. So that's also really exciting. And, you know, just be the best reality TV star I can really. And Divorce Not Dead. Those are my, you know, favorite things right now that I'm, I'm working on. Um well, obviously, ladies of London were my family and you know I had my sister in law and I had all my old school friends, so it was very different and, and you know, and look at and Dubai is different dubai's only forty five years old or maybe fifty now. I keep saying that since I've been here now six or seven years um so you know um uh I think um it was normal that we're not going to, you know, all be old friends because it's not, you know, we didn't know each other that well before. So it's very, very different because like, I guess, you know, you don't know what to expect with these girls. Where's I kind of knew limits with, with, on Ladies of London, I suppose.
0: I feel like you kind of, you know, being the OG in reality out of the group, I feel like you kind of had a little bit of a target going in on your back just because you were kind of like the MVP in so many ways why do you think that was?
1: Well I think I mean I was blind to it until um, halfway through I think and I was just like wow it was like coming at me every which way and then funny enough I think I was on um, Andy Cohen and he was saying that it's very very normal for the OGs to get it um, but no, I wasn't expecting it, and it was a lot harsher than I than I anticipated. I don't think I've ever um, had a takedown quite like that. But I'm still here, and I'm not going anywhere. So um, I'm quite excited for season two.
0: We're all super excited that the show is coming back for another season. And I know things were kind of intense when you guys left off um, at the reunion. So without giving away too much, obviously Nina Lee is not coming back as a housewife, but she's coming back as a friend. Besides that, what would you say is the biggest difference going from season one to season two for you?
1: Well, Chanel and I are talking. What? Yes. I mean you know we're we get we're building our relationship, which is nice, and I think you guys have seen some of that on instagram um and I think you know taken away, we're kind of learning how to deal with each other. I just think um you know a lot of voices got in between us before, and we're sort of taking each other at face value this time. would be the biggest difference um what else, yeah, and the people that I thought were my friends. Aren't necessarily my friends this season. So you'll have to keep watching.
0: I feel like a lot of fans were rooting for you and Chanel to be this like dream team because you were so alike in so many ways, obviously so different in so many ways, but I think that's going to be something exciting that the fans are going to look
1: forward to this season. It's actually bizarre. Yes. So we have a lot more in common than we thought. And um, you know which is weird, but sometimes you have to, you know, repel a little to come back a little, I suppose.
0: This is true. And speaking about relationships, my fiance and I are super like obsessed with you and Sergio. And obviously we got to see him a little bit before when, when we were um, starting to chat, but um, it, are you, were you surprised that he became like such a fan favorite right off the bat?
1: Well, not really. I mean he's easy <laughs> on the eye, and he's like yes. it's a bit, it's a bit like um what do they call us Lucy and Ricky? I think we're just <laughs> it's so funny together um that I think uh, you know even I can see the comedy um in our relationship, and that's what I love about our relationship half the time i don 't even understand what he's saying, but um it's not important um. So, but somehow we get by and it's very funny. And um, yeah, for a relationship like this that I think no one really saw lasting. And, you know, here we are and we're married and we're five years, well, almost five years together now. Crazy.
0: Were you nervous kind of going into season one you know, uh, as an engaged couple on the show and then newlyweds on the show, like in, on your very first season of The Housewives, I feel like that must be very intense.
1: Actually, it was quite nice because I think when I'd done my last show, my ex-husband really loathed the process and didn't want to be involved at all. Mm-hmm. So I was always on eggshells about putting my foot in my mouth because anyone that watches me knows that my foot is always in my mouth. So um, it's quite nice to have a husband that I can chat to about it and who doesn't absolutely go nuts if I say the wrong thing about him. Because at the end of the day, we work together, so he's not getting fired anytime soon. And, you know, it doesn't really matter what I say, because it's, it's very difficult when you have a man in a corporate job and the wife is doing something like this. Most, most uh, companies don't like it
0: can only imagine and obviously you know you are a social media queen and um I had this conversation with my fiance because he's so new to the whole social media and influencer thing and um what is it like kind of bringing Sergio into that world because obviously you've mastered it and you've created a career out of it and you do so well at it um was it weird for him to kind of step into like the influencer world with you because your videos are so Cute! Your photo shoots are so amazing together, and the fans love it so much.
1: No, I think you know. Look, having been a, a soccer player, he was used to sort of being in the public eye. Um, even though he was so young, you can imagine that, like going to a, a stadium and all the girls, you'll still, you still sort of, you know, semi what well known at that stage, and people love you. Right. So I think he'd had like you know he dipped his toe into it before, even though um, social media wasn't really his his thing that he wanted. I mean, when I met him, his social media was awful. Um, <laughs> I made him get rid of it all. Um, but, I did the you know, same he, thing. <laughs> look, he's twenty years younger than me. I, he's taught me a thing or two. I mean, my my social media has got so much better because of him. Because you know he he actually has a. Um, uh, business and marketing degree so he's actually wow. really good at marketing um so he's actually taken uh, you know helped me build my uh, you know influencing but i mean i became an accidental influencer i didn't set out to be one <laughs> right. at all i have a normal day job it's just that it just sort of fell on me i suppose i'm older um i'm you know out there i'm not embarrassed and i suppose You know, it it just happened when I moved to Dubai. I really, really didn't see myself doing this as a career. Here I am.
0: (laughs) I feel like that is kind of how the best influencers happen is just people that are just naturally good at it and just have a sense of style and this like mystique about them that people want to know more about them. And you definitely have that. Do you feel like that is kind of how the influencer world should work it's just people going in and just kind of doing what they love and just letting it kind of go from there
1: well it's different i mean i think you know look ours are offshoots right because we're first and foremost i'm a businesswoman and a reality tv star right because of that people know me because of that they're interested in following my style or my life so it's just the extension of what i already do Whereas I think an influencer, a proper influencer is someone that's left their desk job and is like, you know, modeling fashion all day or, you know, they're a travel influencer or whatever and they've just dedicated right. their entire lives to it. I have not done that. Um, I think mine's very organic and brands reach out because, you know, I'm naturally maybe on holiday or, they, you know, my style is something that people like to watch because I'm, you know, I'm a, let say, a housewife um you know all of these things so mine mine's I I kind of get annoyed when people say I'm just an influencer because I consider myself quite a lot more than that but yeah I
0: agree I think that that's such a weird term I think that it it really is that you're a businesswoman and a lot of these people that are doing it like you are are businesswomen and businessmen so I feel like I I have a love-hate relationship with that term
1: as well I think everyone does. And if one, you know, I I get this whole thing, it's like your entire life is free and everything is given to you. And, you know, what I try to tell people is that we build businesses, we build brands too. That, you know, one post from us can launch a company. Why, you know, why why would I do that for free? I don't understand. And it's nothing for free. Go buy yourself a billboard, you know, or or rent my page.
0: Right. How do you feel... I ask a lot of my guests that um, are in relationships and are on reality TV and stuff. And obviously you guys work together so well, especially because you're both great business people. But what advice do you have for, for making relationships work the way that you do? Because you really show every side of your relationship. You, know, you were showing getting ready to get married and the talk about having kids and all these different things. And I love that you especially didn't just show like the fun things like this is us getting ready to do a photo shoot and we're going to this event um what advice do you have for for couples that you know want to make it work and and are kind of
1: The key is not to uh not to edit to be honest you know we don't really you have to watch it when we watch it back we watch it like a TV show as if it wasn't us Right. So if you get offended or hurt about what's been said about the other one, or if we say something we don't like, there's just no point. Um, it's also spilt milk, right? And right. um, and I think that reality TV would be incredibly boring if I just showed you getting ready for an event, <laughs> which, by the way, these days, Sergio and I really can't be bothered to go to. So you, right. you'd you be sitting there like crickets. And our everyday life is so much more interesting than that. Right. And it is because we are up and down like yo-yos, you know, like we fight hard, we love hard, then we fight hard small. Um, you know, I'm really bossy. He, he, you know, he's like, oh, I have to do everything. Um, so it's funny, I guess. I don't know, maybe not funny for him but it's funny. I have the
0: same, when, when my fan tells me do my things, he says the same thing because I tell him to pose a certain way or to like hold a product a certain way. And he's just a very good look. He's Lebanese. So he's, you know, he grew up in the Middle Eastern culture and it's so funny because I'll be like, okay, we did a video for JLo Beauty together. And he was like, I was like, okay, so just wash your face. And he went to go like dip his face in the sink. And I was like, no, no, you can't wash your face like that. You need to Kind of like splash your face, and and he'll say, "But I don't," with his accent, which is really sexy. He'll be like, "But I don't know, like how to? Why would I wash my face like that?" And I'm like, "Cause that's how you do it to show off the product." Like, so I think, yeah, exactly.
1: So you end up micromanaging, and that's really <laughs> yes. difficult too. I've got to learn not to micromanage. So then it's much easier if he's not in the same room as me, because I naturally, instinctively, want to take over anything he's got his hands in.
0: I'm the same way. I yeah. love that, and obviously you are more than we're not going to use influencer. We're going to use social media business mogul is going to be the new term that we're going to use. But I am obsessed with your podcast, "Divorce Not Dead." Um, it was it's obviously so successful. We have over four million downloads. Were you kind of surprised? I, you know, five million.
1: Five, yeah, no, over oh five.
0: Oh, my yeah. God, I love that. Were you surprised at how well people took to it right off the bat? Totally shocked,
1: yes, because I started in my little, um, you know, room in, in Dubai. I've never done anything like this. And I've been incredibly lucky that people love it as much as they do. Um, yeah, the, the I, and I love making it. I make it for, you know, for a multitude of reasons. I get... Um, actually get recognized in America more for my podcast than anything else. Really? people always down the street start screaming, divorce not dead!
0: <laughs> How did you come up with the title? I think you had said it on The Real Housewives of Dubai, right? There was like a scene where you had mentioned that phrase.
1: Well, um, my older sister and I just brainstorming for hours and hours and hours, but it really came out of the fact that um, if one more person just said I'm sorry to me like I was at a funeral and I'm like why does everyone assume that everybody's dying and unhappy I'm not dead I'm just divorced and that's really where it came from because you know divorce doesn't mean the end it could be just the beginning
0: right I love that you say that because I had when I first started this podcast I had a co-host and I didn't love the direction that it was going in and when I wanted to rebrand it and we went our separate ways it kind of was like a divorce, so I kind of, you know, I I get that vibe, of like, oh, I'm so sorry, and I'm like, well, no, like it's gonna be something I want to do now, and and I'm excited for it. Like, was that something that that you kind of had in mind? Because I know you were talking about rebranding and getting ready to do something even bigger. Yeah, which, I
1: like, mean, um, I'm sort of at a crossroads now because people sort of say to me, it, it feels very divorce orientated and that maybe people don't understand that it's very broad um so i'm looking at a rebrand right as we speak but i'm um, it's difficult that is my baby so i'm i'm up and down about it
0: Who would be a dream guest for you you've obviously had some amazing guests on your show from all different walks of life and all different um well that's
1: so easy esther perel desperate for her Ooh.
0: that would be fun i feel like
1: oh i'd love to have her I keep writing to her, but what to do?
0: I say you just keep doing it, and then when the universe is right and things are aligned it'll, it'll properly...
1: Come. It'll, it'll come.
0: come. Right. Yeah. I can totally picture you having, like, a talk show one day. I don't know if anybody... Oh, I'd love that. that.
1: Yes, I'd love to do that. I'd love to interview people. I really enjoy it, actually. I meet so many wonderful people.
0: Do you... Because you obviously do both. You're, like, I'm interviewing you right now, and you obviously interview people on on your show... Do you have one that you love more than the other?
1: No, it's the chat. It's still the chat, right? It doesn't matter mm-hmm. if you are interviewing me or I'm interviewing you. We're having a chat right now, so it goes both ways. You're just asking all the questions, I ask them because I don't have to think on my feet. Right. Um, it's hard uh, interviewing people because you can't you can't draw breath, you can't think. You know, right. you've got It's a lot harder than people. I always take a nap after my podcast. Really? <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's Indian head massage first and then nap after. I have to like... No, I
1: don't have an Indian massage every single time. (laughs) Um, I do a podcast, I'd never be out. I'm just literally enjoying me time. Someone Mm -hmm. just asked me, how do you get me time? Well, I'm literally... I've had a couple of weeks of me time. It's been wonderful.
0: I feel like that's very important, especially like for our mental health, especially...
1: Yeah, and all the kids are coming back now. Then my new, you know, my housekeeper, the driver, just all the responsibility arrives back. And right now it's just me and Sergio running around the house acting like fools. Oh,
0: Sounds great. <laughs> I love that. And speaking of running around with Sergio, you have some gummies that I'm very excited about that you are coming out with very, very soon. What can you tell me yeah. about this?
1: Well, they're just, you know, Sergio and and I are really uh, all about healthy living. So it's called Bust the Label because it's busting out of the norm and society. And, you know, I'm really excited. It's taken us about a year and a half to find... Every get everything right, so they're kosher halal non g m o you know um they're they're made in the u s a because it's so important for everybody you know to feel trust them and all of this, right. and it's just everything I use for my skin um I believe beauty comes from the inside out and and also you're never too old to feel young, so I mean, I've only started with um, three types to start, but I'm going to add as we go along. Um, So I've got like bust my bloat because I'm, I've got gut gut health. So if you've followed Mm -hmm. me for years, I go every year to this health farm and it sort of changed my life because I've always um, had problems with food and eating the wrong foods and bloating. Mm -hmm. And I'm, for for the first time, I'm really, really good. And I feel good and I feel healthy. And I eat these every day. So, you know, um, I'm really excited to share share them with you. Then I'm doing one for hair loss because I don't know about anyone else, but I don't know if it's age and hormones, but also I live in Dubai and the water's quite hard. Um, Just, I feel like we all begin to lose, you know, thickness and fullness. And, you know, I started years and years ago trying to find the right sort of hair gummies for me. And yeah. I, I live with them. I mean you're meant to take one. I probably take three um <laughs> a day. But like I just yeah. I mean who doesn't want long luscious hair? I think they're game changers, frankly. Yeah. And then we've got ashwagandha, which I can't say very well. But anyway, oh, I really take that to calm and de stress because yeah. my life is crazy and I take that before I sleep. And um, it just sort of brings you down, so you get a nice mellow sleep. So hopefully, and I'm going to package them all together, or you can buy them separately. But they're just be- yeah, Wait,
0: really. Cool. Let me know. I will take. I will take and post whatever you make, and you tell me to take. Oh, I'll send make. you
1: some with pleasure. With I would pleasure, love and a that. little note from me and Sergio inside. And I would love. Um, that. Yeah, slowly, slowly, we're going to um, you know make it sort of more wellness based and get more of the things that we use and love. But um yeah, I hope you love them like we do. We're very excited that they're about six weeks out. That's why I haven't posted anything. So Ooh, um, but now I can finally talk about it because I feel like it's great. it's really happening.
0: Well let me know. I am I will take whatever you tell
1: me to take. <laughs> so. You're so sweet. Oh I guess. Well, I will send them to you, you can please help healthy bye.
0: thank you. You Caroline, you've really done pretty much everything under the sun while being a mom, while being a wife. And what is next for you? I feel like that's kind of a silly question because you've done so many things, but what is what is next for Caroline Stanberry?
1: Well, um the gummies um I'm building a house in Bali. We're doing a, a building some villas now, so we're just actually buying the land this week. And actually, I wouldn't mind having a bit of a rest before I have to. You know, hopefully, we get another season, and then I'm back on your screens. I don't know. One one stage, I wouldn't mind a break, but I I love it. I don't do I want a break. I don't know. I think I do, and then I I can't, as I said to everyone. I really love what I do. If I didn't love it, I couldn't do it. I can't sell what I don't like. I can't do what I don't like. Um, I'm actually launching something really fun as well with the gummies. I'm launching our, um, visualization gratitude journals because. Oh, I love my, that. Yeah. It's also, it's my morning routine. So I take the gummies and then I do the visualization. I think if you've seen me on Instagram, I do hmm. my vision boards and I do those. It's like a six minute, minute uh, minute journal.
0: Oh, I we do this kind of like, it. yeah, like manifestations yeah. kind of.
1: Exactly, manifestation, visualization, and gratitude. So I've done my own one, which I will bring to Bravo. Yeah, really cute, really cute. Nothing major, but lots of fun.
0: No, I love that. I totally believe in it because so many of the guests that I'm that I'm lucky enough It works. Have, it works. You were actually on my list when when Dubai first came out when I made a list of guests that I to have on. You were one of the people on that list.
1: Yeah. Just I keep writing, know. writing in that journal. And it's hard to find pretty ones. So I made a pretty one.
0: <laughs> I'm the same way. People are like, it's just a journal. And I'm like, no, but that's part of the and experience. It's not a journal. Yeah. You have
1: to have it. <laughs> and you can it with it, yeah.
0: Well, I'm so excited. Caroline, what is the best place for your fans to keep up with you?
1: Uh, Caroline Stanbury on Instagram, TikTok, um, and uh, Spotify for Divorce Not Dead, and Apple, and all places um and
0: that's it Caroline thank you so much for taking the time to hang out with me you are such an inspirational human being and you just glow and I'm so excited to be able to sit and chat with you and take some of that in and you really really are a truly inspiring person and, and I wanted to tell you
1: that. Oh, thank you so much for having me I've had a lovely time